Sean. If Les Miles beats everybody but Alabama, I think he stays. Creel. Fuck Jolly Ranchers and <laughs> fuck Sour Apple. Hankins. Jesus Christ. We're going to lose this game. We're going to lose a game Not from it. 2007. Somehow, we're going to blow this. Thought a flag. Tell him thought a flag. Damn, these are some good sun chips. I should buy these more often. Uh, Florida? 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 Now my daddy, my daddy coached the Dolphins. I don't know if I really like sushi or if I really like soy sauce. Ever heard of that Panther fan who growls in the YouTube video? Hey, Saban, what about this? Episode 80 of Throw the Flag! Yeah! When I say throw, you say flag. Throw. Flag. Throw. Flag. Okay, episode 80. Um, what is the 80th anniversary traditionally? I think it's uh, pewter, I think. Oh, I thought you were going to say pubes. <laughs> Less than a minute. Less than a minute. Less than a minute we lasted. That is the kind of hardcore, and I mean hardcore, analysis that you can get on Cold Dog Soup, which is another one of our shows. Um, Throw the Flag, episode 80, off-season. We are Hankins list today. Yeah, we are Sans Hankins. We are Sans Seraph and Sans Hankins. Mm -hmm. I would imagine any time that you are not using a font, you are also Sans Seraph. Oh, that's true. That should go, like, on a t-shirt. Or... A keyboard. <laughs> right? People still use keyboards, right? You're not but wrong. I don't know with the, the cloud these I mean, days. I don't know what's going when, on. When uh, when these podcasts get put on that like satellite that's like gets shot to alien civilizations. Yeah, the beams and whatnot. Like sure. with Beethoven six <laughs> and by the way, so so much better than his fourth. Um, you know, and like all the like math that they put on, like yeah, like in contact with the prime numbers, they're they're not gonna know what keyboards are. So that's true. It's probably a good thing that you you brought that up. Right. Um, off season shit, man. Not a lot to talk about. And well, more I'm, more than usual though. More than usual. SEC yeah. SEC media days was today or the, recently. And is that where Hankins is or was? I think he, it happened in Atlanta. I think Hankins went to that poetry pod uh, uh, workshop workshop that I went to. Ah, because I wonder if we could get a, like a news credential for SEC Media Days. Oh yeah, any, what, what's it take? Anybody can get into that. You really? Know? Sure, sure. I think that there are a lot of. I mean, if they let Phil Fulmer in there. <laughs> well, we need to get Hankins there and ask some hard questions at a press conference. Like, Turn the table. Like, why won't Sean let me say the N word with a hard yes. R on yeah. this podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's that's usually the, the question that he has for anybody. Um, an unusually quiet, non-controversial SEC media days. Yeah, no real. Huge bullets of information. Nobody sued anybody. Nobody subpoenaed anybody. Yeah, nothing. Mike Price didn't bang a hooker in Destin. Right. I no. forget if that happened around media days. It was or like not. three months before. It was like the April before. Is this the first year it's happened in Atlanta, or is this the I second think year? This is the first. It's been forever okay. in Birmingham yeah. and Hoover. Yeah. So this is a. They wanted Man. to try something different. Birmingham has got like 
Birmingham is should be forever thankful to the University of Alabama football program for Legion Field having half of their damn football games being played yeah, for sure, God knows how many sure. years. And having SEC Media Days planted there because... That's where the SEC headquarters is. That's their, their home office yeah. is in Birmingham. So it kind of made sense though. The their crew doesn't have to go very far with uh, the commissioner and his staff and I did not know that and yeah. I I bet they actually pay those SEC execs pretty pretty well probably pretty good man who spend that spend that heavy scrilla yeah. in Jefferson County Alabama right right, right right um they go to Davenport's eat some pizza oh is that like in Homewood or something yeah it's in Homewood God, yeah those rich suburbs right right right. Those well, rich suburbs. Uh, the thing about Birmingham, it is centrally located, more or less. Like, if sure. we take the SEC as a whole, you put it on a map. That's why the SEC championship was there for all the how dots. many years. You yeah. put all the dots. Yeah. And then, like, uh, Atlanta's not, Atlanta is also centrally located, too. It's not and, like they're doing, like, St. Petersburg or, like, Dallas yeah. or, like, St. Louis. I don't have anything. a problem with it being in Atlanta. Uh, Steve Spurrier definitely had a problem with the SEC championship being in Birmingham. Well, I think that that's a fair fair point, though. Because it, it really was it's not home field. Sure. It really was. Literally. Literally he, home They field. played half their home games. Yes. They played. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the only thing that really came out of SEC Media Day's so far, it's is it over? I, it I is never. Over. I it, I it pay ended, attention to it that. It ended list. on Thursday. Okay. Um, the I think the only thing that really came out was a quote from Nick Saban that sounds a lot more ominous than it was in the in the context of the question, but saying that uh, he doesn't know if uh, Jalen Hurts is going to be on the roster. Yeah. In the so fall, he wanted to to nip that question because he knows that's what's everyone's mind. Of course, that's what right. sells the magazines, gets those clicks. Is maybe the only thing to talk about in the SEC, other than like, is Dan Mullen going to win a hundred games or a hundred and one games? Because everybody loves fucking Dan Mullen, yeah. even though he has never proven himself. Mullen watch. It's definitely the quarterback in whisper. But yeah, uh, so uh, of course he had to address the elephant in the room, and he did it as diplomatically as he as he could. He's like, I yeah. want both guys on the team. I think they could both. Uh, both do really well and you know he says that whoever wins the team will win the job so that's just the ambiguous sort of um you know he's gonna try to give them both a shot and whoever comes out on top will will get the reins so and i think that in the context of the question jalen hurts can graduate in december December, if he wants to Mm -hmm. so you know we've talked about this on this podcast and in several conversations off the air that Jalen Hurts, it is unlikely, he is unlikely to be a successful professional quarterback in the National Football League. I think most people would agree with that. Yeah, 90%, 95%, everybody but him and his family. <laughs> and so I think that, you know, it, it would definitely, without, you know, jumping back into the, he should move to tight end and blah, blah, blah. Um, I mean, at least get a damn degree. Whatever yeah. he's majoring in, because man, it is uh, it's hard to transfer some of those credits. I assume you still need like 120 credits to graduate. He's probably at what, maybe 105, 110. Because if he's able to graduate in December, that probably means he's lacking 12 to 15. He has not redshirted yet. Correct. correct? So, but he started like a a little bit early. Came in early for spring. So he's been there probably about four years. Come December. So so he's on track and. I'd hate for him to lose those credits, man, because I know universities, it's hard to get oh, yeah. all that stuff, yeah, you know. Sure. And, oh, it was a bitch uh, you know. transferring from UA to UAH. Yeah, and they're in the, they're, it's the same system. It's the University of Alabama system. So if there was that much uh, 
that many hurdles in the way for you. I can't imagine trying to go from... I'm kind of mad at that now. Yeah. It's the same system. It is the same system. There were legitimate, like, some political science classes that just didn't count that I had to retake. I think the agency has its hand in that, Fucking man. the agency. They love to get that double tuition on you. Don't get me started. Mm. Um, that actually, So, going back to what we talked about last week with redshirting after four four games, could Jalen Hurts conceivably... When's the season start? August, uh, August, August September 31st. 31st. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Um, could he conceivably play through the entire month of September, redshirt, take his, his actual redshirt yeah. October 1, sure. and then decide to transfer somewhere else? 100%, and, have and he would still retain the years, eligibility, correct. Two years of eligibility? Correct. God, he was a sophomore last year. Yeah. Shit, man. Um, I would just do that, man. I think that's Play probably, it out. probably in the cards. I think that, uh, for better or worse, they're both going to get some looks in the first couple months, in the first month, until someone pulls ahead. Wink, wink. I mean, sure. we all know it's going to be two. It's going to be two. He's clearly head and head and shoulders above. I get nervous Jaylen. with short quarterbacks. I get nor- uh, nervous with left-handed quarterbacks, and he's a little bit of both. Yeah, um, I. <laughs> The only time I've ever called fake news is his height in the official like media. What is guy. he like? What, what it's is like he six one or five eleven or something uh, like that. And I'm like, this guy's like five three. Have you seen? <laughs> he can't see over Ross Pierce Boucher or whatever Remington Watchlist finalist. Um, I think that yeah, and I mean, he can. That way, if he if he. Plays through October, red shirts, and then decides to transfer whatever. Um, and then gets a degree, graduates from the University of Alabama, which we're biased, is, but is not a bad school. Um, can you imagine how much more of effective of a quarterback you would be if you didn't have to fucking go to school and had two years of eligibility somewhere else? That's pretty good. You can uh, just sign up to do graduate school in some program that slightly interests you, and I wonder you have if you, two years to knock out that, can that you, grad like, degree. Can you, like, audit a course at UT and, uh, like... I think it would be pretty easy to do. And, I do mean, you have to actually be enrolled, or do you just have to, like... I don't know. What are you talking about? If you have eligibility... Sure. You, so Jalen Hurts, if he redshirts this year, will have two years of eligibility. Correct. And I still think he And he gets... transfers to, like, Texas. Yeah. What does he have to do to qualify for the team other than just to, like, be like, hey, I have two years of eligibility? I'd imagine that, uh... I'm not sure how it works once you're already in school. Minimum number yeah, of hours. Yeah, minimum number like of hours. I don't know if there's a... I'm sure there's GPA requirements because sure. the NCAA sets some standards for that. Um, I'm sure he's got to pass some medical stuff. Uh, but I think he would be able to get through all those hurdles. And I think it would be pretty easy to do. Oh, of course. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's that's really the main stuff that's that's gone on this week. Um, the, only, the only other thing that's really been nagging at me, really been eating at me, mm-hmm, Matthew, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. has been... Like Clay Travis, Clay Travis sucks, right? He's not like super. He's not my cup of tea. He's definitely not mine. Sure. He's kind of a dickhole. Uh, it's just his gimmick. He is uh, a, uh, a f- 
a poor man's Paul Feinbaum and an even poorer man's Howard Stern. <laughs> I mean, he, he does what he, he is good. What he what he does, which is to get people to tune in, and there's a buzz about him and what he has to say, sure. and, uh, what he has to write, and you know, good for him. But I think uh, a lot of what it is, it's just a it's just a phony gimmick. I know there's no way he believes ninety percent of what he says, but he says stuff just to rile up fan bases, and it works. And, and, he, and it's it's a good way to market yourself and a good way to sell yourself is to there's always going to be someone wanting to know what he has to say and think which in uh, sports that that carries a lot of weight. So what's what's always kind of bugged me is his uh, outkick the coverage like when he I mean it's his website sure mm-hmm. but like he uh, he's really injected the term into our everyday lexicon to the point where like. Uh, friends of ours who use that term, man, that guy really outkicked his coverage. He's going out with a girl that's a lot hotter than him, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or a guy, and, <laughs> and uh, the person using that term knows nothing about like what that means. But the thing is, outkicking your coverage is a bad thing in football. In 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 football, yes. In life, pretty good, right? Pretty good, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't. That's what I don't get. Oh, is which which way he's trying to use the term? To outkick your coverage in a football game is to kick it so far to put you at a disadvantage that the individual fielding your kickoff yeah. has enough time to see how your coverage is going to yes. adapt to where it's you're running. It's an advantage for that person, disadvantage for you. So, wouldn't it be more legitimate if the girl or guy outkicked his? Or his or her <laughs> coverage to I don't know I don't know fuck Clay Travis I'm, I'm trying to say. are you just saying you should just, just rename his website to like claytravis.com yes okay yes that, okay. that's all I'm trying to say all right all right I'm, just, I'm on board with I'm that just, I'm just trying to just a a simple a simple play I mean he he tries to do a fusion mix of sports and then politics and uh you know living in Tennessee it's it's pretty easy to get people to uh to rally to your cause, whether it's Neil for the anthem, Trump's not as bad as everyone's saying. I mean, he's playing to the to the masses, which uh, it works. I mean, that's why Fox News is uh, always one of the highest rated things. It, it plays to its audience, and they make money. So You're not wrong. Uh, kudos to him. Do you think that uh, Clay Travis is trying to expand his brand to be an A, like... Like, move outside of the world of college football. Do you think Clay Travis, when the next Fox News uh, talking head gets uh, pushed out because he's been sexually assaulting uh, his co-workers? I would, for... I would imagine that there is a sort of an end game for him. Uh, you know, I mentioned Howard Stern earlier. He is, you know, probably in his 60s by now. Surely there's going to be a lot of people jockeying to be the uh, sort of next sort of whatever shock jock. Someone that sort of commands a big audience and can get people to listen in or plop down $10 a month no matter where he goes. Yeah, for sure. He's always on the radar and people want to consume what he has to say. It's like what say. Sarah Palin did uh, with her like Sarah Palin TV after she... Uh, I uh, didn't even know that was a thing. She, uh, after she uh, quit being governor after half a term, right? Um, she uh, st- tried to make Sarah Palin TV happen, which yeah. was like $10 a month or something like that. <clears throat> and... Uh, like no one bought it, so she. It was just like a you know, like the NRA TV has something. Sure, sure. Um, these are just my like little like uh, uh, efforts to like turn this into a liberal uh, 
political podcast. Oh. Well, Hankins isn't here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we can, we can go back to football because at SEC <laughs> Media Days, uh, you know, the media, who Hankins is a member of, and he, hopefully one of these votes is his. It's true. Um, they got to vote on who they who they pick will win the East and Western divisions of the SEC as long, uh, along with an overall winner. And it's if the, the media is correct, it's going to be a pretty boring season because Georgia uh, ran away with the East and Alabama ran away with the West with the predicted uh, Well, media Vegas, uh, who, whatever Vegas is, yeah. whatever the, the main sports book the in agency. Vegas, mm-hmm. They, mm-hmm. the agency picked Georgia-Alabama again. Yeah. And you know if uh, if you want to make some money, that's probably not where you'd want to put your money, man. You gotta you gotta diversify. Which... Take a long shot, which some of these media people did because the University of Tennessee, who went zero and eight last year, got one first place vote. To Let's win start with the, the West East. first. Okay, okay, okay. Um, but I will say that um, with I definitely agree with Alabama. Probably sure. I, yeah. To look at Alabama's schedule is a like it is a goddamn cakewalk. I would say there's like a ninety percent chance Alabama wins the West. What? Auburn has a much tougher schedule. Uh, the Alabama only... plays Mississippi State and Auburn at home this year, so those are the top two other. And contenders. this is supposed to be Alabama's tough home schedule, right? Sure, sure. Because they're at LSU, and they're at, at Tennessee, Tennessee, and at Ole Miss, but they have Auburn at home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The schedule sets up nicely for Alabama this year. So let's talk about who the media picked in the SEC West. Sure. Um, <clears throat> A&M, LSU, Ole Miss, Arkansas received zero first place votes. And they were the bottom four teams with A&M followed by LSU, then Ole Miss, then Arkansas, which makes a lot of sense. Arkansas, brand new coach. Um, Who's not Zach Morris or Chad something? Morris. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ole Miss, who uh, last year went six and six, but they're going to be dealing with scholarship limitations, all types of stuff. But Matt Luke is now the the full time head coach. The actual head coach, Matt Luke. Matt that's Luke. that's what Matt Luke's full title should be: actual head coach. I am now actually the head coach. Can you believe it? Comma actual <laughs> head coach Matt Luke. So they they were picked uh, sixth uh, in the West, followed by now this is a big drop for LSU. That's pretty nuts to, to see be LSU fifth fifth in the West. Yeah. Um, but their, I mean, their schedule is God. does not do them any favors, and uh, nobody has any They got faith. Alabama at home, man, and Death Valley. Oh, Boudin, Boudin, Boudin. Boudin, Boudin. Uh, nobody has faith in Ed Orgeron. Uh, I think the writing's on the wall. They Their offensive coordinator was dismissed, got a fat check last year, Matt Canada, and they weren't even great with even him and his bells and whistles. So I think a lot of people are sort of, are definitely selling Ed Orgeron, and I think that a lot of people want Lane Kiffin to go there as, you know, whether it's next year or the year sure. after. Yeah. So it can be a rocky road ahead for LSU and then the media's picked up on it. So. I had a uh, one of my friends uh, in DC um, uh, bartends at Due South, which drive by truckers are always playing. It's very southern like themed. He is a he's a big LSU fan. He pitched for LSU in college and I remember Did he catch? <laughs> Um, I think the listeners could even feel that wink. Um, he, uh, I remember talking to him uh, before the LSU game, Alabama LSU game, two years ago, and he said, "I hope y'all beat the shit out of us because if you don't, then Ed Orgeron's going to be our full time head coach." And we won like ten to nothing. Yeah, 
that, that's that what happened two score? years ago in Baton yeah. Rouge. Yeah, and it wasn't. That's exactly what happened. Otherwise, it, it Lane Kiffin probably would have been the head coach. It wasn't a good enough beating because at the end of the game, everyone's like, "Oh, LSU stood toe to toe because it was zero yeah. zero going to the fourth quarter." Yeah, yeah. Um, and even last year, I think Fuck LSU that game. going God into damn. the Notre Dame game, I think they were nine and three or eight and three. They might have had a game canceled. They beat with Auburn last again. year. That's the thing. I mean, yeah. Ed is going to hang around enough, just like right. just and you know what. The administration and the fan base fell into the same damn trap with uh, Les Miles, and yeah. they're going to do it again with Ed Orgeron. I think that uh, Orgeron's going to be around for five more years. Uh, I can't remember what I said in rating the coaches, but I, I probably leaned on this guy not being there much longer. Um, prediction or your, like, if you were AD? If I were AD, I, I wouldn't, I would not Oh, he'd be him. gone if yeah, you were, yeah. yeah, okay. And then my prediction is just, I think that this year will be rocky. Uh, they might squeak out. I know they play they play Miami in the first game, and I'm not crazy on Miami, but that's that's a potential loss. Uh, it, it's Are they just playing? Tough. They also play Georgia this year in, in their crossover game. Shit. They play Florida every year. Florida. That's is, not a good draw. Yeah, that's definitely that is not, a, not draw. a good draw. No, no. Um, does uh, wh- where do they play Miami in Atlanta? It's or like Texas? Uh, Arlington, Texas, something like that. And they have to play Florida at Florida because the weird hurricane game. They're still trying to make up. It's like two years that, in a row in Gainesville. Wow. So it's, it's a rough schedule. And then uh, they, they will play at Auburn, and I think Auburn's going to be really good. Um, so it's, it's going to be tough. So I, I can see why you would put them fifth. Bold prediction. Yeah. Mark it down. Yeah. Uh, July 21st, yeah. 2018, we're going to lose to Auburn again. Oh, wow. Jared Stidham's going to run. It's going to go ham. Wow. Ham and Brian Denny. That's what they're going to call it. Well, I... They're going to be like, is Jimmy John's here? Because I got a ham sandwich, and it's being served up by Jared Stidham. And it's on the rye. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, Texas A&M was... uh, Got the fourth... Fourth out of seventh, yeah. uh, In in the SEC West. Did not get any first place votes. Um, With A&M... Uh, I mean, what, what? I don't know. I think, I, I I think eight and four is is doable, but even then, I, mean, shit, I don't they, know. I, did they do eight and four last year? I think they probably ended like seven and they, five or eight and five they, with the bowl game. They were one and two after three games and almost lost to Nickel State. Yeah, yeah. After this, like beginning of this season. It's gonna be it's gonna be different because they are sort of changing the way Does they do Jimbo things. Jimbo do anything? He recruits. That's kind of kind of one of his big calling cards. But if you, even if you're recruiting well, it's not gonna hit for two or three more years. Does Jimbo play the same shit that he did in Florida State, where like every two years some other school is gonna come calling? I think he's he's, he's gonna be pretty satisfied because he signed the ten year guarantee. Guaranteed seventy million dollars. That's so, so much money. Yeah, it's a lot of money. Do you think he can give the Throw the Flag Network an interest-free loan? God, I would hope so. To advertise the wonderful content we're bringing you. We should have we should have had Hankins ask this uh, at SEC Media Day next year. We'll, we'll put it on his card of things. I don't to know ask. about you, but it's kind of, it's kind of bullshit that like he didn't like ask us to like give him something. I mean, some topics. Just a big head. Yeah. Next year, Hankins, you got to do a little bit better job with letting us know that you're going to be there and then also taking our suggestions. Fuck that guy. Uh, Mississippi State, uh, the Dan Mullen fever dream, fever dream, fever pitch. Everybody's losing their mind over the quarterback whisperer, Dan Mullen. But he's not there anymore. 
Sorry. Joe Moorhead. Everybody is losing their mind. Over, honestly, both. Yeah, of um, course. Sure. Uh, Joe Moorhead. Uh, I, I, I saw several... Um, several... Uh, uh, websites that were just basically saying Joe Moorhead is the best hire in the SEC this year, if not the entire league, better than Jimbo Fisher, better than Jeremy Pruitt, etc., etc. I don't know enough about Joe Moorhead to... I, I know he was OC at Penn State. I don't... He comes in with a lot of buzz. A lot of buzz. Um, and I, I'm afraid for him if... if he, only two first-place votes, though. Because uh, if it doesn't hit this year... And this is the year when they're fully stocked. I mean, Dan Mullen left them with a lot of talent. Yeah. Uh, returning quarterback. I think they have like 18 or 17 yeah, who's, starters who's coming back. Who's the dude who like broke his He broke body. his leg. I can't remember off the top of my head. Yeah. Um, he was not fun to play against for Alabama. No, he caused all types of issues. It's Nick Fitzgerald. That's the yeah. dude's name. Yeah. Um, um, I, I forgot that he was coming back, too. Yeah. So, um, I mean... If Joe Moorhead does not put up a an explosive offense mm-hmm. in 2018, I mean, it is Mississippi State who has been charmed to have had Dax Prescott, to have had Dan Mullen, um, but I still think they just they just stay the road with them. They're just happy to be happy to be nominated. Yeah, and they were. They they got two first place votes to win the West. And if they, if they honestly come in second or third in the West, if they lose out on on the on the SEC championship by game or two, that's a win for Joe Moorhead. I think that that's definitely a win if if they can go six and two in conference and hit nine oh or ten God. wins with the bowl game. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, I, I think that would be hog heaven. I think that's that would that would be overshooting. I think. A lot of first-year expectations for them. So. For sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Auburn uh, received... So, who, the people who vote on these, these are reporters, these are... Yeah, Hankins. Hankins, Whoever shows up to SEC Media Day and gets a credential and, I guess, fills out the ballot, gets to vote. Sure. Uh, Auburn received uh, 19 votes. And so, th- uh, just to, to give listeners an idea, this is 283 84, yeah, 284, 284. 284. Out of 284 votes, Auburn received, uh, Mississippi State received nine, uh, uh, two first place votes. Auburn received uh, 19 first place votes, which I don't think is is crazy. Um, <clears throat> I think anything can happen. Uh, Alabama definitely has a lot to. Alabama's been reloading since, you know, Nick Saban's fourth year, basically. Yeah. But Auburn, I think, with Stidham, his second year there, um, they're going. Auburn offensive line is going to make a lot of people not have great Saturdays. Yeah, they they have a uh, semi favorable schedule until the month of November, and then they really which hit, is when it which is when it counts. Yeah, that that's when uh we'll really get to see how spectacular or the potential of the season where it ends up. Um, because if they can get to October with one SEC loss, and they I know they have road games, and they're both on the road with Alabama and Georgia, but if they can go 2-0 in those games like they did last year, they'll they'll be back in Atlanta easily. So I don't think it's a, it's a, a bad choice to pick them. So whoever voted them first, hey, why not? Sure. Because I think what they should do to get a little more action on this is give these guys $1,000 and be like, here's for real $1,000. Put your money on 
who you think will win the division. If you put your money on Alabama, you might get six hundred dollars for, for charity. For charity. For charity. For charity. For charity. For charity. But, but don't tell anybody about it. No, 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 no. Because it's for charity. But like the odds for Auburn would be much better than say they would be for Alabama. Yeah. And you get you get some action. Get some skin you in the gotta game. Got to get that baby. action. Points on the back end. You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. I think with Auburn, it is. I don't know, man. Like, we saw what happened last year. Mm-hmm. As you said, they went two and zero. Yeah. Against their main rivals. Right. They lost the SEC championship against their one of, one their, of their main rivals, rivals. Sure. and then they saw both <laughs> both their main <laughs> rivals that they beat. <laughs> I can't stop laughing. Um, well, they played the two participants in, in the national championship in the national game, championship, and then they also played the national champion UCF. Yeah, for sure. So the actual national skin. Yeah. Um, In a purely like nihilistic, like uh, German philosophical like standpoint, does anything even matter anymore if you're an Auburn fan? I think some things matter because like if you if you beat Georgia and Alabama, sure, you have to like every single play counts. Every single damn play counts, but like, it's it's not over until you're actually named in the in the playoffs. Yeah, I get it. I get it. You gotta wait till. Yeah. Is yeah. it just that charm to be an Alabama fan right now? Well, I think that Auburn does have something to play for this year because I saw or heard on the radio that they haven't had back to back ten win seasons since like the eighties. So talk about snake bit and, and the lack of... And I, I know Hankins brought this up a, a month or so ago when he was talking about against the spread, which yeah, teams yeah. are good and bad, or based on the expectations in the poll, how do teams uh, fan out? And Auburn, whenever there's high expectations, they kind of flame out because they follow up a year where they win 10 to 12 games, follow it up with you know a stinker of... Uh, that is That is both surprising and not surprising. Yeah, and, um, and when you hear it, you're like, I guess that makes sense, but man, that's Auburn hasn't had back to back ten win like thirty. There's years. no way that's true. We'll look it up. Shit, we'll look it up for next um, week. But I think that like, I mean, if you are, it's, see, that's the thing. Like last year was chugging along just great for Auburn, mm-hmm. and then they carry on. Johnson got hurt, and then they they put up a shit second half against LSU. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, but I think the. The main thing is, God, I, yeah, it's always tough because, like, in 2010, when they won the national championship, they were either unranked or ranked, like, 24th or something mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. And there has never, like, that represents the largest jump between where a team started and where they ended in AP or BCS something or whatever. Something sure. And so anything could happen and yeah. and Auburn is not necessary is, is obviously not playing with a raw hand this year they'll I, I don't know what they're what they're ranked if preseason rankings have ever uh, have even come out now this is the kind of uh, uh, they'll easily, awareness easily that, be top 15 if not top like 10 absolutely easily, absolutely easily. Mm-hmm. yeah I was gonna say like top 20 top 15 mm-hmm. like so they're not like coming from unranked or right. anything like that. Um, so if they if they if they're all of a sudden in the top ten in October or November, that's not going to be a shock. No, no, no. So um, I think the fact that only nineteen out of how many how many two hundred eighty four. Um, so less than ten percent of the the media yeah. thinks that they'll win, which 
really speaks to how goddamn dominant Alabama is expected to be in this year, especially when you take into account their schedule, how how it's so much easier than last year. Yeah. And the fact that if you lose to Auburn, you could still get in the playoffs. Yeah, I think that uh, that opportunity is still there, and it could happen this year. And we'll, we'll, we'll blow past Alabama. We talked about Alabama yeah, yeah. too much, mm-hmm. but they received 263 first-place votes. Um, so in the West, uh, your SEC, it, Alabama reporters, or are they national? Like, is the New York it, Times it, sports Yeah, there's guy? probably a dude from New York, somebody from L.A. Uh, 263 first-place votes, Alabama to win the West, 19 Auburn mississippi state now this is where i really really wanted to get in into it with you is the sec east yeah is this going to be just the georgia show in 2018 or is this going to be i there are only two pathways it's it's going to be well georgia's cool or the the east is even worse than it was in the past five years i think there's now potential, that Jim there's potential for vo- volatility in the east because uh Especially if Tennessee wins. Yeah, especially if Tennessee Volatility. wins. Volatility. Um, South Carolina isn't terrible, and they play Georgia at home like the second or third week. I think Georgia also has to play at Missouri. Missouri has a high-efficiency offense. I'm not completely <laughs> sold on it. But I think that there is potential for a loss to occur that you one of those might not go Georgia's way. And again, does that really matter, especially if it happens in the... So say say Georgia loses to a South Carolina team that wins out and maybe loses to uh, whoever the hell they play in the West. That Georgia's still going to be... A, of course, they're still going to go to the... Uh, still going to go to the SEC Championship... Assuming the numbers work out, but like, I don't think that hurts them playoff wise. If um, they lose one game, it didn't hurt Alabama last year. I can't remember who they played in their non-conference schedule. I know last year they had a Notre Dame win, which was pretty nice. Yeah, I can't remember off the top By one of my point, head. Yeah, uh, you know, it, it, we have to wait. Got to wait till November. Got to have more data before I can sort of gotta get those data points. So. Well, but they are far. They are leaps and bounds. They are like they got 271 first place votes to win the East over As, the rest of the ragtags. Even more than Alabama. Even more than Alabama, which is which makes sense because if Auburn was in the East, I think the split would probably be similar. With Auburn getting about 20, 20 to 30 votes, really, if, if yeah. They stuck, if yeah, stuck them over there, so. Auburn. So I mean, Auburn has been kind of mired in this like third best team of the SEC for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Um, God, I'm so glad I'm an Alabama fan. Uh, Vanderbilt, of course, no first place. No votes. shocker, they are the bottom seventh in the East. Kentucky and Tennessee both received one first place vote. It seems like a Steve Spurrier AP kind of thing. Yeah, you know, a joke. Um, but I really think if if you do do that. You should put down the real thousand dollars, not for charity. Put up your own money if if you're put your name down. Yeah, give me the name. I'll give you a thousand dollars. Put your name down. Yeah, put the name down, and then I'll ask for that thousand dollars back. <laughs> of course. Um, uh, it is interesting just to kind of see Missouri, uh, the fourth highest vote getter, but no first place votes. But at the same time, Kentucky and Tennessee only reserve like received one yeah. one first mm-hmm. place vote. Mm-hmm. So. Your bottom four, the SEC East, according to reporters, etc., and Matt Hankins in SEC Media Days, Missouri, Kentucky, Tennessee, Vanderbilt. 
Yeah, there shouldn't be much fluctuation. I think Missouri is the best of those four teams. That's so, goddamn nuts to see Tennessee. Man, what has Tennessee become? And they are going to be awful for a couple years. It's it's going to take. And on, I like Jeremy Pruitt. I think you do too. I will always be thankful of what what he's done for Alabama's defense mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, recruiting wise. Sure. But my God, like I hope the Tennessee fan base actually gives them. A couple of years. I hope they afford Jeremy Pruitt the same patience that the Alabama fan base gave to M- Mike Shula. Yeah, that would be nice uh, to get like four, four or five more years of just mediocrity and terribleness. <laughs> As an Alabama fan, I, I will take it. I'll take it. Oh because, my god! Uh, they there, deserve it. They deserve there's, it. There's, there's always going to be that one game. Like, what was it? Uh, uh, fourteen or fifteen? When like it came down, it was like seventeen. What was the final score of the Alabama Tennessee game like fourteen or fifteen? It was like it was like seventeen to twelve or yeah. something like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. And there's always going to be that kind of game where like Alabama is down late and sure. then they march and sure. we're like, of course we won. Yeah. But and you know that's going to be the same shit like we talked about at, at Orgeron, Les Miles hanging their head on that. That's going to be something that keeps Jeremy Pruitt around, which I think is actually a good thing, unlike at Orgeron and Baton Rouge. Yeah. Yeah. Well, who is next in the East? So we've had the bottom four. Who are the top three? We know Georgia's number one. We know Georgia's number one. Yeah. Uh, Florida is number three. They received four first-place votes. Which is a bit weird because last year, I know it was a, a complete dumpster fire. I think they ended four and eight. So to get this much respect... <sighs> last year was is, not a good year for Florida. Is, ...is a bit... I think a lot of people vote on name. The name Florida and Dan Mullen, yeah, everyone's like he's a much better coach. Surely they'll beat Missouri, so I got to rank him ahead of Missouri. Surely, but quarterback whisper. But I don't know. I don't know. I'm not too sold on Florida. I don't know what kind of talent Florida has anymore. Uh, they've always had a pretty good defense and a terrible offense for the last like since Muschamp and even in Urban Myers last year. I mean that's why so, that's why Muschamp got got the boot, because yeah. like his defense was so injured. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, shit, they were working... Fuck, even his offense. Like, they were working on their, like, third, fourth string Brandon Avalos uh, damn quarterback. I think people still think that there is talent there and possibly a chance. I don't think anyone will... will. I would be surprised if they played Georgia close. Not even, like... I, I would be shocked. But because the thing is, I think Georgia is is going to fall into the same trap that Alabama did in... 2010, uh, maybe more so 2011, where every game is a trap game. Okay. And you actually lose games because oh, of it. That could happen. That could happen. I mean, we saw it with Al- with Alabama and South Carolina. Alabama was the better team on the field against South Carolina in 2010. I agree. Yeah, um, I, I don't disagree. Sure. Yeah, of course. And I think that... It is one of the things where a turnover goes the wrong way, and then the, the other quarterback was on fire. He went like fourteen to like sixteen or something for like two hundred and eighty yards. So it was just unbelievable. Sometimes you exactly just, you, everything goes against you. And I'm gonna say if you are up twenty four to seven, yeah, against a team, even though Cam Newton is the starting quarterback, mm-hmm. and even though you have you're going against Nick Fairley on defense, if you were up twenty four to seven with thirty one minutes left in the game. You gotta milk, milk that clock. You are still the better team on like just don't lose by eighteen points. Right, right, right. Well, That's so, all you have to do. So I think that there is some potential for Georgia to get tripped up, but 
I, I guess I'm I'm sort of just going back to I think it might be a boring season. I hope it's not. I want some upsets. Was last season a boring season? Mm, I thought so. Yeah, I yeah. think so too. Yeah. South Carolina. I mean, it's just South Carolina being South Carolina. I don't. Uh, I don't think that they'll finish second in the East. Uh, they I know won't. They they'll won't. have a decent defense, but as far as offense goes, I'll pass. Hard pass. Muschamp will put, like literally kill a baby on the field, and he'll they'll have to forfeit. I put Missouri games. above South Carolina because Missouri's got uh, an, an offense that can. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, you think yeah, so? Yeah, yeah. Wasn't didn't Missouri come in last in the in the East last? No, no, no. They 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 started out I think like two and five or something, but yeah. then they went on a run. That's right. They finished yeah. like eight and five or eight and four or some junk. So, um, I, I have more faith in Missouri than Florida or South Carolina. I would put Missouri second. Really? 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 Because I think the rest are just they're dumpster fires, and I think Will Muschamp is a dumpster fire. And Florida's because, not there yet. Mullen will get them there, but not this year. I think the reporters got it right on the West. Sure, sure. Alabama, Auburn, Mississippi State, Texas A&M, LSU, Ole Miss, Arkansas. Um, and I say that because I think Auburn's going to lose two conference games and then beat Alabama. That could happen, sure. Um, I th- Yeah, I, I think you're right. They got it completely wrong on the East. Yeah, I think just with returning talent, uh, I got to go with Missouri number two. But South Carolina, a hard three. Florida, four... I mean, Kentucky, Tennessee, and Vanderbilt, they're just inter- interchangeable. It doesn't matter to me. Are people expecting Dan Mullen just to, like, step onto campus in Gainesville and just, like, snap his fingers and make everything, like... I haven't heard of a, a dynamite, like, transfer that's going in there. It's not like Cam Newton and Gene Chizik are meeting up. It's and nuts. Nothing, I, I don't know. I can't see on a first year them being uh, any better than, like, 5-3 and three in the conference and then losing to Florida State, so... Uh, I, I don't see more than eight wins with Florida, but... Oh, no. Not so. at all. And then, um... So that's it for SEC Media Days, other than Hankins not phoning in and letting us know, it's like... It's bullshit, right? Who was wearing what... It's and fucked up. What it's the food up. was like there. It's fucked up. Did the bathrooms have, like, paper towels or hand dryers? Let us is, know. Is there a guy with, like... The mints and whatnot? Yeah. I just want to know so some weird. deets, man. So weird. Give me those deets, bro. Um... Okay, so let's let's end this episode with something we did last time. We were Hankinsless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just some rapid fire questions for you. Okay, I'm listening. And, and feel free to to pepper those questions, anything that hits your 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 brain bone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back at me. Yeah, I'm listening. What do we have? What's up? Who will make a bull game? first okay tennessee or vanderbilt tennessee okay will tennessee make it in the next three years yes okay yes. okay mm-hmm. who is a better year nebraska or central florida central florida both really yeah no way josh heupel took over man that, that guy knows an offense you just come in there it's just I think he can have as much success as Lane Kiffin did last year. They can win nine, ten. Really, games. Yeah. really. And Nebraska will not win nine or ten. Is games UCF recently. and FIU in the same? Uh, I cannot remember. I think UCF's in like the Big East or whatever the fuck it is now. I think um, you're right. It's the AAC. Assuming that these are the two worst Power Five teams in the country. Okay. Traditionally worst. Mm-hmm. Who wins between Rutgers or Vanderbilt? Vanderbilt. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're they're much less of a dumpster fire. Yeah. 
Derek Mason and they're used to playing against. Yeah. A hundred percent agreed. What is more likely to happen week one? Maryland beats Texas again, mm-hmm. or Washington beats Auburn. Washington beats Auburn. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, all right, I got one for you. First of all, did you know Joel McHale played linebacker as a walk-on in at Washington in the mid-90s? Wow, good for him. Community's own. Community's own. My question for you is, um, would you be up to going to a movie theater to watch a reboot of that I'm making of A League of Their Own? Let me tell. Let me tell you who's in the cast. Well, the answer is yes. I'll support you because okay. I love you. All right. Um. So, like, the Gina Davis character is going to be played by Lindsay Lohan, the red hair, the red hair. You got to go. You got to have a red hair actress. You got to go, Felicia Day. You got to go, Felicia. All right, I'm Day. open for that. Okay. Um, Huntsville, Huntsville, Alabama's own Felicia Day. The Rosie O'Donnell character is played by Melissa McCarthy. Horatio Sands. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Uh, the Madonna character is played by Lady Gaga. Ooh, I perfect, perfect. Um, I'm not sure with the rest of the cast yet. Maybe instead of Tom Hanks, we have some sort of The Rock. I think The Rock has enough money. I think he's in like five movies per year. Yeah, he is. Um, We're going to get him in on this. I I want to see him with some comedic chops and do the, mm -hmm. there's no crying in baseball. I think he could, he could nail it. Oh, I, I, I think it's a great casting choice. I, I'm not sure. And and I'm, and I always applaud bringing in people of color uh, to these roles. Um, Tom Hanks. But, but we got to think in the times would they would they allow him to coach a team? This is 1940s America. Yeah, sure. But Ooh. maybe maybe you expand the plot. We could reboot the plot in the fact that not only is it the first female baseball team, yeah, mm-hmm. it's also the first Samoan baseball coach. I do have an idea about the plot. So you've seen the movie before, correct? Yeah, of course. So like, it's essentially the same movie. Madonna killed it on the soundtrack. This used to be yeah. my playground. Absolutely. So it's essentially like the f- first two thirds of the movie are the same. Mm-hmm. What I did not like about the original one is Gina Davis's husband comes back from the war and then like she quits the team, but then she comes back. We're getting rid of that. Her husband dies in the war. Love it, love it. And then she becomes like a relationship with the Tom Hanks character. Okay, okay. Felicia Day on the Rock, I can get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then instead of them losing the game, which they do, like the Gina Davis like drops the ball when her sister like runs her over home plate. I'm making the my team win it instead of lose it at the end. The Peaches win. The Rockford Peaches win the championship. Did not know the team name. Um, I I always like when the team loses, though. This is what I liked about the breakup starring Vince Vaughn and Jennifer Aniston that's, is that they they fucking break up at the end. That's that's a fair and they're point. They're done. Uh, and bad news bears, they lose. You think they're gonna pull it out and they yeah. lose, and, and they say the n word a lot. They do say the n word a lot. And Walter Matthau drinks and drives with a lot of kids <laughs> in the car for some fucking reason. Yeah. Um, but that, that's, that was my question. We can go back to the college football stuff. But I think a reboot, it's been like 25 years since that movie came out. If you have time after this, let's just do what that's discussing about rebooting. Okay. Um, I, I, I could tell... Everything's on board with that? I'm, I'm on board with everything. Um, I'm trying to think of like... I, I hate myself for thinking that Andy Samberg would be a good like Tom Hanks. Oh, no. No, no, no. He's, he's not classy enough. Yeah, no, you're yeah, right. He doesn't have the stage who's, presence. Who's classy for that, though, right now? Um, hmm. uh, what about the uh, the guy that's in all those uh, uh, Quentin Tarantino movies? He played the Nazi. Oh, um, Christoph Waltz. Christoph Waltz. He'd could, be pretty good. He'd could pretty he good. do an American accent well enough? 
Oh, I don't know. Because when he hosted SNL, all his American accents were pretty goofy. But that would that would be that would be. I tough. mean, I just truth be truth be known, I I just want him in every. He could play Gina Davis's role. I, I don't. I just fucking love Christoph Waltz. Um, will Alabama's downfall? Will Alabama crumble when Nick Saban leaves? Um, let me rephrase that. Okay. Will Alabama have a? Will Alabama the season after Nick Saban retires or quits or goes somewhere else, etc. Will Alabama lose? Will Alabama win less than I'll, nine games? I'll say they won't win the SEC championship. They won't win the West. They'll just be too much of a, a chaos. fracture. Chaos. Yeah. Um, how low it goes? I still think they could go nine and three. Even if it was next year, they could go nine and three. I think they would too. What I think what really hurts them is that what really hurts Alabama is that we've had five offensive coordinators in five years. Yeah. Whatever, you know, it is. I think if Saban left, you know, three years ago and Kirby took over, I don't know that there would be the same fire, but there would be the same continuity and, like, team Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. unity. They need to get somebody who's... They need. There needs to be a, a coach in waiting, someone that's there for three or four years and can a smoother transition than a, a hard sort of cut and paste. These are uh, listener listener questions. Oh, by the okay. Way. Uh, does Bama get Dabo once Saban dips? Um, I don't want that, this but it, it could happen. It could happen. I think that that's probably the first person they'll try to call. Seems like you know, just throw thirty million dollars at him or yeah, something like that. Yeah. Uh, does does Georgia? I'm gonna edit this, but does Georgia win three national championships in the next five years? I'm gonna say decade. It's gonna be tough for them to win one in the next decade, wow. much less two or three. Really? Yeah. What do you think is the main roadblock in front of Georgia for winning? And that's not Alabama. Uh, Dan Mullen. Hundred percent Florida coming back. Really, that is one hundred percent the biggest. The biggest. If I'm a Georgia fan, I, I, I would hope that Florida tanks this year and goes like seven and five. You don't think Georgia's even gonna make it to the SEC championship? I, I would say Dan Mullen and Florida will win one before Georgia. Hundred percent. Okay. Will win one. That makes sense. All right. Let me have a question for you. Please. What is your favorite? Urban legend. Ooh, ooh, great question. I have a, I have yeah, a, I have a book that, right that, here. That's why I thought of it. Um, I think my favorite is, is it. Um, what's her face in Halloween movies that she's a guy and a girl, hermaphrodite. <laughs> <laughs> is that your favorite urban legend? That's true. Like that's top ten? A, no, no, no. I think. I think. What is her name? It's not Jamie, Gina Davis. Jamie Lee Jamie Curtis. Goodness. It's not Cutthroat Islands. Gina Davis. <laughs> Um, it's not a long kiss goodnights, Gina Davis. Um, my favorite urban legend is likely going to be the one where, um, and something like my grandma told me, like Ooh. when, uh, like if somebody's like flashing their lights at you, yeah, it's not, it, it's like a gang initiation. Yeah. And so if you flash their light, if you flash your lights at them, 
then they're gonna fucking murder you in your car. I don't know how you do that when you're going like 45 miles an hour. Like, that's a pretty good one. But good um, one. Bloody Mary is the top one. Um, uh, I've tried it before, and I've never had is, any bad juju or anything. Can I happen. share you, with you something I've never told another living person yeah. in my entire life? Yeah, and the, the rest of the listeners are going to hear it now, too. I have an aversion to the number six because I did the Bloody Mary shit five times, and I was like, no, I'm not going to do it the sixth time. In fact... I will never do anything six times ever again. Would it freak you out if I did it right now six times? Would me doing it freak no, you no, out? No, 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 not at all. It's it's just uh, it's just something that's always stuck with me. That's like, oh yeah, there was that time when I was like uh, a kid, and I was like, okay, six is now my unlucky number. Oh, so you made it known then that six is it? Yeah, gotcha. yeah, gotcha. But I've never told anybody that. I feel so comfortable with you. So like. <clears throat> So, like, at Vegas, baby, when you see that roulette wheel, you stay away from, like, 6, 16, 26. 16's fine. It's just it's just, it's just, six. just 6 on its Yeah, own. yeah. Just... What about the Roman numeral VI? Um, I don't have a problem with it. Oh. Um, it's really just the Arabic number. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Arabic? I, I think, think that's, that's only. It. I think that's only letters. I don't uh. know. Um, but yeah, but, uh, love, love urban legends. We can talk about this when we record that's <laughs> disgusting cause you're not leaving. Um, and, uh, Hmm. Urban, uh, urban legends always kind of remind me of just, uh, the scary stories to tell in the dark, like that wonderful book series. Oh, I thought you were going to say the Nickelodeon TV show. Are you afraid <sighs> of the dark? So good. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Do you remember the time when like the zombie was in the pool? Sort of. I remember one where a kid was like in a Passed mall out. or something, and he yeah. got locked in the mall and something like that. But a lot better than Goosebumps because, 100%. like, fifth. I remember like the first time. One of the many stories where like R.L. Stein was like, and by the way, it was all a dream. I was like, I'm fucking done with this. Yeah, this is retarded. Goosebumps can suck it. They were terrible. Goosebumps can suck it. Yeah. We have one more. Give me one more question. One more question. One more. Uh, is this podcast still going to be going on next off season? Yeah. All right. There you go. Episode eighty of Throw the Flag. Thanks everybody for uh, for listening. We're uh, we're at ttfnetwork.com. Uh, thanks everybody, uh, new uh, new Patreon subscribers. Uh, you can uh, support the Throw the Flag Network at. P A T R E O N dot com slash T T F. And uh, at the end of the day, we're just happy you're 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 here with us listening. So we'll see you next week with Hankins. Oh, the smell of the bacon from across the street. Got in my nose. Yeah. yeah, we carried our letters down the street with the raw iron gate rolls. I went home and listened to Jimmy Rogers in my lunch break. Bought five woodbine at the shop on the corner. And went straight back to work Oh, Sam was up on top And I was on the bottom with the V 
at the shop and broke the tea. That's it. I collected from the lady and I cleaned the fan light inside out. I was blowing saxophone on the weekend in a down joint. What's my life? I'll have to be cleaning windows. Take my time. I'll see you when my love grows. Baby, don't let it slide. I'm a working man in my prime. Cleaning windows. Number 36. <laughs> 